Broads, this episode is brought to you by uh, Calm, the app designed to help you ease stress and get the best sleep of your life, which I think we could all use right now. And you deserve broads. You get that rest. Mm, I legitimately look forward to winding down for bed each night using my Calm app because Calm has an entire library of programs designed specifically to lull you into deep sleep. Things like soundscapes, guided meditations, and over a hundred sleep stories narrated by familiar soothing voices like Stephen Fry and Kelly Rowland. I think I speak for everyone when I say being read a bedtime story by Kelly Rowland is the only way I would like to drift mm. off to sleep from now on. Mm-hmm. So get the Calm app today and experience a transformation in the way you sleep. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash chatty. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library and new content is added every week. Get started today at calm.com slash chatty. That's calm.com slash chatty. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, Brad. So here's the thing. Beck and I recorded the episode that you're about to listen to yesterday morning, Wednesday morning. And that's when we had first heard about Chris Harrison's interview um, on Extra with Rachel Lindsay. So of course, you're about to hear us go in on it for the next 40 minutes. Hashtag fire Chris Harrison. Um, But since then, mere hours after we recorded it, because it's Bachelor Nation and there's always something moving, um, Chris Harrison issued a and I'm going to put this in air quotes, an apology on his Instagram, um, text only, um, not actually seeing his face, uh, pretty much saying a lot of empty words, and um, also mentioned something about being grateful for the accountability, but of course, for the first few hours, he didn't have the comments on because probably not, you know, wanting to get called out. Anyways, Beck and I will be definitely covering um, Chris Harrison's apology um on tuesday um and i'm sure there'll be a lot of other things uh, from there in the next couple days that occur that we will be covering in our tuesday recap but just wanted to give you a heads up about that also when we recorded this episode wednesday morning we were not aware that a petition had already been made by a few people thank you so much for making this um to uh petition abc to remove chris harrison as host so we have included that in the episode notes Also, um, in the episode notes, wanted to mention that yesterday, Taylor Nolan and Michaela Bartholomew, Michaela is a broad who came on uh, Chatty Broads um, a few months ago for our episode getting called out and getting called in, and she's absolutely incredible. And she recently started a podcast called The Black Chillerettes with one of her friends, uh, Victoria, and her and Taylor Nolan did a live Instagram uh, video or I, live IGTV, you know, whatever it's called. I'm old. Um, uh, yesterday regarding Chris Harrison's interview. And if you listen and watch anything, I would highly recommend that. Um, so also included in the episode notes are Taylor and Michaela's Venmos because of all the labor that they did yesterday and that they continue to do and have been doing. Um, so yeah, just wanted to give you all a heads up about that. Um, like I said, any new news that's coming up, we will be covering 
in Tuesday's episode. Let's get into it, broads. Hello, broads. Hello, broads, and happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yes, happy birthday. I know this is dropping on Thursday, but we're recording on Wednesday, which is Becca's birthday. We are. Thank you for gracing us with your presence on your actual B-Day. Thank you, guys. Thank you. What a God. You know, I just, (laughs) um, I'm a really selfless, generous person. And so my thought was like, what more would I want to do on my birthday, but serve other people and, and, you know, and give something to others. It's just... It's just who I am. (laughs) You know, it's my favorite way to celebrate. Um, Giving is the best gift of all. Of course. You there were like Jesus himself. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) you inch closer and closer to your Jesus year, the more Christ like you become. And we're here for it. Honestly. Amen. (laughs) You're in all white. You are in the presence of the Lord. (laughs) Peace and love to all of you. Um, so we love you and happy, happy birthday, baby. Thank you, queen. (laughs) Um, so today, I mean, well, we obviously, (laughs) there's no way to say, wait, well, I'm going to say this for you. Okay. I'm going to say this to you broad. So, so obviously per their, our typical, uh, tradition, we recap the next day or, Mm -hmm. you know, the night of Mm -hmm. technically. Mm -hmm. And our recap is now later because, you know. Becca having a little downtime birthday celebration. Uh, So now we're recapping a few days later, but I'm honest to God glad that we are because some real shit hit the fan with Mr. Chris Harrison. Broads, we're going to get into the actual Bachelor episode in a second, but first we need to address the elephant, a.k.a. demon in the room, Mm. Chris Harrison. Bro, you know, when was that? Maybe like a like actually kind of a long time now, probably like eight or nine months ago or some shit when we were just like coming for him being like, I'm over his fucking ass. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Oh, coming so hard. Mm-hmm. Listen, we got a lot of shit for coming for Chris Harrison. It's like, it's too much. And we're like, we just are not okay. Lauren and you know Zima what? I will be followed me. You know, it was a lot. Oh, yes. It was I remember lot. that. Oh my God. I can't believe it. And that was a little overwhelming. Um, <laughs> But I mean, here's the thing. We, especially since the quarantine seasons, he has been kind of this role in the show that has been almost more of like a caricature. And so I feel like we haven't been coming for him as much because it's more been like funny. He's been ridiculous on the show, like funny, like like. Like, Playful. you know, him pulling up with the ice cream carts with Taisha. It's like they're using Chris Harrison as a prop. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And even in this episode with the whole Heather situation, it was just like, my God, <laughs> this is just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel what you're saying with the character. It's like it's silliness. But this is the thing that has been bothering me about Chris the past few seasons is that or a couple seasons or whatever is now he has he he just like has this voice where he just gets to say shit because he's like Chris Harrison and gets to comment on how he feels about the season. And, uh-huh. you know, he's sort of like taking on sort of like a Lauren Zima role of being like, like, I'm going to I'm going to spill the hot tea, you know, like, I don't know. It's yeah. so annoying and it's just been annoying. But then now 
Oh my God. I just, sometimes people get so far up their own ass because <laughs> I've been there um, <laughs> that they really think that they are like above reprimand, above having to have any kind of like, you know, PR. Like, I'm sorry, you have been in the spotlight for how many years now? And you you really are so far up your own ass and so entitled. You think that it's fine for you to just completely write off racist behavior for 15 minutes just because you're down for this chick on the season for whatever reason, because she gets far, because she ends up with Matt, whatever the fuck. I... We'll explain this in a moment, Broads, but when I tell you my mouth on the floor, exactly what you're saying, where I'm like, has anyone said no to this man in the past five years? Like, has anyone checked him the way that he wouldn't he interrupted Rachel Lindsay every time she tried to speak and just bulldoze like I we've seen Chris Harrison do some shit like and and say some like snide comments this I'm sorry. It's the fucking epitome of rich ass white dude bullshit. Like, yep. 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 And I know some of y'all are sick of hearing it, but this is the this is just I'm sorry. Classic example. Classic. Classic. And you know why he felt so comfortable saying it? Because he doesn't think that there's going to be any fucking repercussions because he's making millions of dollars a year. Yes. With his stupid face that I'm so sick of now. (laughs) With his manly bands, they're probably absolutely <laughs> killing it. There's been a, a lot of engagements during quarantine. And he's like, you know I what? I get to say how I really fucking feel and how I really fucking feel is trash. Um, but I'm just going to say it because nothing's going to happen because I'm untouchable. That's the kind of like vibe I was getting. This is a man who has been stuck in quarantine festering about politics, angry about having to respond to the demands that the community is making, saying the bachelor needs to be more diverse. The bachelor needs to, you know, like, I mean, he he no, he's angry. He, people just wanted him to post a fucking black square. That's what he's pissed about. Yes. I, 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 I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. You know, I so couldn't. And then, like, you know, it's like immediately after you're like. Yep. Oh, no, you you like you believe it. Mm -hmm. You just can't believe who whomst allowed him to go unchecked. Whomst whomst was letting him do these interviews without anyone in the room being like, cut the the camera, cut the camera. He's on a rampage. Turn it off. Cut the mic. Okay, so let's talk about what happened. Okay, so obviously we've been talking about the contestant Rachel Kirkconnell from Math Season, um, a bunch. We've been talking about what we say that have surfaced I'm about sorry, her. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like I said, bad vibes. But all these things started to surface. Um, you know, like First we talked about was, in past yeah. episodes. Yeah, it, it was that one girl from from twit uh, from TikTok saying like she used to make make or bully me for um liking black men but then people were like that girl didn't even go to Rachel's school blah, blah. I yeah, mean I don't know it, that started out as a bit of a rumor you know we can we can call it like that's a that's a rumor there might have been truth might not but it's like all right sure let's, let's see what let's see where we go from here and then photos started to surface of her where she was liking pictures and in the background there was a confederate flag we were seeing oh yeah she was liking posts of her friends all in like trump hats too being like mm, yeah shit like that she was 
she was there were old photos that surfaced of her or older photos that surfaced of her um, culturally appropriating indigenous regalia. And then she and so was her um, family, by the way. They found photos also. Of- yes. Yes. And then and then uh, recently and we didn't talk about this. There were a lot of people that were posting um, screenshots of her face, her parents Facebook posts, specifically her dad saying really terrible things. And I don't have them on me, but they were just just blatantly like racist. It, it was not good. It was her, it's her dad. It's not her. But sure. here we are. Yeah. Um. So all that stuff. Yeah, was the dad coming. thing is another one where I'm like, yo, I get it. I have some completely different opinions than my than my parents. You know. We'll, we'll yes. Give, we'll, if you. But sure. If you if cult- you'd see some of my yeah. family's posts, you should see you should <laughs> see some of my yelling matches with my family and what sometimes Christmas dinners look like. Um. So, <laughs> uh, basically, that was kind of what was surfacing. And then a photo came out of Rachel um, in 2018 at an antebellum ball with her sorority and yeah, a fraternity. Yeah, it was and- a frat formal that w- the theme of the frat formal was antebellum ball. Which is Old South Plantation. OK, and in the photo, we see Rachel in like her hoop skirt dress and we didn't see this specifically with her. But in other photos, you see these balls. They include confederate flags men wearing confederate uniforms all the girls are in hoop skirts um it is about history jess it's about history well guess what historically uh a lot of well i think in just colleges in general in 2016 outlawed this practice said hey this is fucking racist. So this needs to stop. Now, a few fraternities and sororities have decided that even though it was outlawed and discussed why it was outlawed, by the way, given reasons so people know why. So it's being explained. It's not just like, this is a bad party. No explanation. Reasons why. Some are continuing to do it, a.k.a. Rachel's sorority fraternity that she's associated with. Um, in 2018, two years after it had been outlawed in 2016. Which, so. by the way, I just want to say this real quick, because I I know people who I've had conversations with who are like, you know, when you're talking about taking down statues and stuff, like, it's part of history. We can't just erase that part of history. history. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you don't see Germany, anyone, any people in Germany doing little like, oh, let's just have a party where we dress up like Nazis. And like, that's part of our history. And yep. like, we're, we yep. are not racist. And like, we didn't try to exterminate the whole, this whole segment of the population. It's just, you know, part yep. of, it's just part of history. It's just the outfits are fun. And <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. When you're dressing up with Confederate uniforms and the Confederate flag, those people were fighting to preserve slavery, to keep people yes. enslaved, what, like yes. ki- being killed, being tortured. That That is what those people were fighting for. It's not just fun and games and preserving history to dress up and role play in those roles. That is, to me, the exact same as dressing up in a fucking Nazi uniform and saying that it's just, you know, for fun and we just want to remember our history and our roots. <laughs> no. Correct. No. No. Okay. Sorry no. about that. Correct. Yes. And if any, and listen, okay, so I had a lot of people, a lot of people sliding into my DMs um, last week about the whole Rachel thing um, and wanting to be like, and, and saying like, you know, um, 
I come from this part of the of the country and until last year I knew nothing of such and such yeah. so I do want to give her and we've and we've had that conversation yeah. and I I definitely I appreciate everyone reaching out to me and talking about this um but this is this this cross is a major line especially when you have the the group in 2016 that the colleges the universities saying we are not doing this anymore and this is why and them continuing to participate just because they want to have a fun party and you know why i see in, the, yeah go ahead yeah no i was just gonna say in the um in chris harrison um and rachel Lindsay's conversation which we'll have in a second rachel Lindsay was saying she was like i just want to hear what we've been talking about the whole time. Like, I just want to hear Rachel say something at this point. And she says, I, and Rachel said, I know she can say something. Like, I know she can. Maybe it's Rachel maybe Lindsay it's not. says, yeah, yeah. Ra I know. Yes, I'm sorry. I know Rachel, Rachel Lindsay said, can say something. I know Rachel Kirkconnell can say something, even though, of course, you know, it's like frowned upon more by producers because if she's probably going to go far and we, Chris Harrison kind of alludes to that. Um, but, uh, you know, she she was like, I just want to hear her say something. She goes, if my character, if these conversations were happening, like perhaps she's had a huge life change in the past two years or something. I would like to hear her speak. And, you know, Chris was just like, why would you want to rush this? Blah, blah, blah. And oh she was like, it's been we God. all have known about this. We've all known about this for two months. OK, so everyone and there's just more that keeps coming out. And I've heard. I heard about uh, from Reality Steve and Ashley Spivey that producers aren't letting her talk. But what do you mean Rachel aren't Lindsay, letting? I'm sorry. No one. No producers don't get to dictate what you say or do on social media. Yep. Like, I'm sorry. That's just not the case. And I'm sure Rachel she, would love to be yeah. in the good graces, though, of ABC. And so if she gets to get, go on Paradise and just sweep this under the rug, she is going to. I, I'm sure she doesn't want to say anything about it. And this is what I have an issue with the situation. This is because I think that this is a bigger issue that happens in our culture and society a lot. To me, this is actually in a way like. I don't think any of this, you, you know what people are going to say, and I in some ways sort of agree with like, I don't think this is like direct overt racism. I think it's very passive. I think it's just like, you know, everyone's going to give Rachel the benefit of the doubt of, oh, this is how she raised its culture. She was just their friends. She never actually said anything herself. You know, she voted for Obama, whatever the fuck people are going to say. Um, but that passivity and that quietness and silence and i'm just gonna go along with all of these people who are doing role playing of racist southerners i'm just gonna it's fun it's just my whole sorority's doing it i'm just gonna do it um it's okay i'm not gonna say anything you know my friends are wearing trump hats and you know i'm not gonna say anything my friends are posing in front of the confederate flag you know that's just it is what it is that whole attitude is the biggest issue we're facing right now mm -hmm. and because rachel is a pretty likable sweet girl it's like oh we're gonna we're gonna give her the benefit of the doubt and this is the whole issue is that black and brown people don't get the benefit of the doubt but People like Rachel always get a pass. People like Chris Harrison always get a pass. You know, everyone tries to explain away their actions mm -hmm. where like we saw in 2020, like when um, 
George Floyd was murdered, people rushed to start explaining why he got murdered mm -hmm. by cops. Mm -hmm. But oh, he was actually like a really bad guy. We found that he had that. What? what? Mm -hmm. And yet these same people are going to rush to explain away how it's not that big of a deal what Rachel did. You know, she's a nice girl. She's a nice, white, mm -hmm. pretty girl, guys. I bet she just, I bet she had other intentions. It's just bullshit. And I don't think like I in some ways do feel like a little bad for Rachel personally that she's going to be this one who's hopefully going to be made an example of. But to me, she's representative of a much larger issue. Mm -hmm, and I definitely mm -hmm. don't think it's her. And I think it's um, a privilege that all of, like that, uh, that we benefit from. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think it's passive behavior that I have engaged in in the past. And so I do want to make that clear that this is the kind of behavior that I have engaged in in times when I was more ignorant. I'm sure you have as well, mm -hmm, Jess. I'm sure mm -hmm. many of you listeners have. And that's probably why people feel defensive of her but um that it needs to be held accountable because it needs to be an example of how this kind of behavior isn't okay and there needs to be actual repercussions and um i i do feel a little bad that it has to be with rachel since there's literally like hundreds of thousands if not millions of people that have done the exact same types of behaviors but she put herself on a show mm -hmm. and it's a show that put her in the public eye and that was she signed on to that risk and so and the fact of the matter is, well, 1,000% everything, yes, that you're saying. And the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, it definitely appears like 99.99999% sure that she scrubbed her social media beforehand. Yeah. And there were a few yeah. remnants left over that were yeah. found from other people's social media. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. obviously, it's something to a certain extent that it appears that she was probably aware of that she could get heat about. She's com she's complacent. And yeah. so are so many other people in the United States. <sighs> yeah. And so. Yeah, I mean, sorry. It is what it is. And uh, and I think it's a big fucking deal. Like, oh, oh wait. So now let's talk about the actual video. Sorry. So let's talk Getting about a little derailed. Let's talk about Chris Harrison. So all this of this is Harrison's going response on. To, yeah. 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 His, yeah. Go ahead. So all of this is coming is going on. Chris Harrison goes on Extra TV where Rachel Lindsay is the host and Rachel Lindsay asks Chris Harrison, so what's the deal with this whole Rachel Kirk Connell thing? Um, are we going to have a discussion about it? Are we going to hear from her? And Chris Harrison comes out like a bat out of hell. And like it's his his daughter, <laughs> his own daughter. Straight up, like my God, and is saying things like, oh, I don't know. When Rachel says, well, you know, Chris, this like she I'm, I'm going to be paraphrasing here, but she said something like, well, Chris, obviously um, this party is not a good look. And Chris Harrison goes, is it though, Rachel? Is it not, though? Because in 2018, was it a bad look or is it a bad look in 2021? And I threw myself again. That's like that's such bullshit. It's like it was slavery bad look in 1862 or is it just a bad look in 2021? Yeah, it's a bad fucking look. Wrong is wrong. Even if culture says it's right. Yeah, it's like, dude, do you, do you realize what just came out of your mouth? Do you realize what what you just said is that like, well, it wasn't bad until like we were getting called out for it. OK, let's remember that, Rachel. And then Rachel Lindsay goes, well, I'm sorry, but like what would like what how would I have been depicted if I went to that party in 2018, Chris? What would my role have been? 
of course he ignores that comment from her and he he starts to go off about the if if i heard chris harrison say woke police one more time in this interview i i you, it broads if you want to if you want to watch it and deal with it like there's oh it, yeah honestly and then he, i could go through line to, by line a line by line it was a problem yeah the gaslighting that was going on the like excuses being made left and right for but rachel kirkconnell is representing him that's what i'm saying like people yeah. feel defensive of this because it's representing their own types of behavior their complacency they're like Let's just go along with it. You know, I didn't know. It's he he and makes some. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. He, oh, yeah. I was just gonna say he waters it down saying like, oh, it's a sorority party five years ago. And she's like, no, it was 2018. That's literally like two, basically two years ago. We're in February of 2021. OK, yeah. Like, come on. Um, it was when we started the podcast, basically. To put it in perspective. Yeah. And then Chris is like, yeah, trying to make it about wokeness, like. The, he's he's like, oh, would Rachel would have stopped and thought the man, mansion stood for this, guys. It's not woke that we are here. They just got dressed up, went to a party and had a good time. Yeah, I bet so did all the southern fucking bells as slaves were attending to them back in the fucking 1800s. What? Just because you're unthinking doesn't mean it's okay. That's literally the problem in humanity is unthinkingness, is just going along with what everyone else is doing. Stand for fucking more than just doing what everyone else is doing. Come on. That's so idiotic. And then and then he he makes a statement about how what the problem is is that and he kept saying poor that poor girl Rachel. Poor girl, poor girl. He goes this poor sweet girl. This like poor, that was sweet girl. And and then he goes he kept saying the problem is all the people who are going to be coming at her jumping to conclusions and by the yeah, way they're the problem they're the they're problem. the problem and he goes and he goes and he goes listen there are two rights two wrongs don't make a right he goes the people coming like coming at her you know are just as bad as like the people who are are participating blah 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 and it was like yeah okay me. okay Chris. Yeah. And then and then, you know, what Rachel does agree. She goes, the, you know, that there that there should be I'm I'm going through the, the spark notes version basically yeah. right now. Rachel agrees that they're they're, you know, not true. Not everyone did know. And, and people sometimes because of the environment they're in and the culture they are in. Uh, and, and I've definitely thought about this a lot, too. They really don't know. And, um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't raised in the deep south you know, in a in a white community. I wasn't. And I'm sure that my journey would look a lot different if I was. So Rachel, Rachel acknowledges that. Mm -hmm. And she says, what's frustrating is that Rachel hasn't spoken out. Mm hmm. <sighs> and then Chris just basically goes on, you know, we, why are we in so such a such a hurry? It's been six fucking weeks. Um, yeah, this it, and then he's going on a thing about how people should or he people get mad about people's voter registration. Yeah, probably because he's also a registered Republican. <laughs> did you hear and the part? Like, did you hear the part when he goes, he goes, listen, you could never you can never do anything right. OK, he goes, I get things from both sides. He goes, I go. I get people coming into my comments, calling me some Hollywood elite wild liberal. And then some people calling me a Trumper and conservative. So, like, really, you can't win. And I'm like, geez, Chris. And then he says, this poor girl, Rachel, has been thrown to the lions. You mean like every fucking person you put on the show, Chris? Like this, what? 
You're, you you participate in a show where people get thrown to the lions every year. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It, where were you? Where were you to defend uh, Luke P? <laughs> he was yeah, getting thrown real. to the lions, you know, like, yeah, it's where, so ridiculous. Uh, well, and then when Rachel says that, well, you know, Rachel's dating a when Rachel Lindsay says that Rachel Kirkconnell is dating a black man that adds more complexity to the situation. Chris says, uh, where's the narrative of her falling in love with Matt? And where is that in this social conversation we're having? Where it where is it if she falls in love with a black man in all of this? Again, oh my God. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. It's like, yeah. And again, back in the South, yes, white people were sleeping with and having relationships with and, you know, sometimes it was consensual and what does that make them not racist because they're Mm -hmm. in a relationship or in a sexual relationship with their this their slave what the fuck what are you oh my god it's just he he has clearly done absolutely no effort and no work to educate himself because he feels like a victim uh in a cultural movement to try to gain more understanding and try to correct injustices that our country was built upon. And he's just having none of it because he feels bad for himself and he feels bad for people like Rachel, who are literally the worst thing that is happening to them is that they are being called to take accountability for the shit they've participated in. That's all people are asking for. Yes. So fuck this man. Fuck this dude. And I know like people are going to say it's dramatic to say to fire him. He's old fucking. No, I'm done. I am done. No, I'm done. No, it's 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 you have you have crossed the line (laughs) too many times, my friend. And now what we are seeing is you and your unhinged interviews and how you really think. Poor Chris. Now he's going to getting thrown to the lions. (laughs) This poor sweet man is being thrown to the lions. Oh, my God. It must be so hard to be making millions of dollars and getting held accountable for the bullshit that you willingly spewed and you know on a public platform and you know what's gonna happen is that is that he'll have a couple thousand people angry at him and well he says that the plan is in his conversation with rachel Lindsay. he said that they're planning on having a conversation he's like and you know i will i will grill rachel kirkconnell like we will get into it and it's like oh i'm sure that that's gonna look like real heated chris I'm sure that's going to be a really tough, a really intense conversation. You know what? This all comes back to what the fuck is Mike Fleiss going to do? Because I got to tell you this. Mike Fleiss is always on Twitter, you know, being like, I'm this liberal Democrat who doesn't stand for bigoted bullshit, blah, 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 blah. That's what that's what Mike Fleiss, who, by the way, guys, is like the creator of the show. You know, the biggest the biggest man. Uh huh. Um, Uh huh. So that that's to me where this really comes down to Chris Harrison obviously isn't going to fucking step down willingly. But Mike Fleiss, who claims to be, you know, like this woke liberal Democrat, whatever. What is it going to come down to, Mike, for the face of your show? Are you going to have this dude who's fucking gaslighting (laughs) Rachel Lindsay, who's like the only. Oh, no, no, no. The first black bachelorette like of the show who's being like, this isn't. Yeah. Is that is that. Is that what your show is going to rep? Is that the face that's going to represent your show, Mike Fly? So I would encourage everyone. I deleted Twitter, unfortunately. Get on, get on Twitter. Make some noise. Tweet hashtag fire Chris Harrison. Yep. Yep. At Mike Fleiss. At Mike Fleiss. 
blow Mike Fleiss up. Don't blow Chris Harrison up. He's not going to take accountability. He's not going to care. Do that hashtag fire Chris Harrison and tag and, 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 and link the video. Okay. And tag and ABC, just, tag Bachelor ABC, tag Mike Fleiss, whatever. Because, because honestly, at the end of this conversation, one of the things that made me the most angry is that at the very end, Chris Harrison made a comment where he was just like, I'll have a conversation. And then he threw it in Rachel's, in Rachel's corner and goes, I know you'll, I'm sure have many questions and be having a conversation with her on Bachelor Happy Hour. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what you, you're going to do. You just let... Rachel Lindsay have to take the burden on of this conversation about racism again and again and again and again and basically protect your franchise. Like, like, no. No. Yeah. And not putting literally any work to educate himself or hold other people accountable. It's just like it's the exact same shit. It's the passivity. It's the complacency. Fuck why that, don't you make dude, Rachel? Why don't that. you make Ra- Yeah, why don't you make Rachel Lindsay the the new host? Why don't you actually give her that position? And by the way, sorry, sorry, Jojo, no shade, but you know, instead of Jojo coming in and doing the oh, position, Rachel would be fucking good. Rachel would be so good because you know that she would actually like have like, like an, after an, the final rose. Oh my god, oh. she would come for people. It'd be so amazing. And you know she would actually come in and like when there's when there's drama going on, would come in and have like really like help the lead with conversations that they're having a hard time like knowing how to 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 ask the questions of like well there's this drama you know it would have been like with matt what's like well this whole victoria all of the rage of victoria you know matt would have been like i don't know who to believe and, and rachel Lindsay just would have been in the corner just been like let's have a conversation my friend <laughs> yeah i mean it's just bullshit i know so fire his fucking ass. Fire him. We're Mr. Done. Mr. My man, Matt. Oh, I'm not God. racist. I call I call Matt my man. I can't. I can't even. I can't even handle it anymore. It needs to be on. Mike Fleiss, what the fuck are you going to do about that, bitch? Come on, don't be a fucking pussy. Figure it out. Fire him. Oh, fire his ass. I thought that this I thought that this recap was literally just going to be us recapping the episode. And then I saw that last night and it was just like, well, here we go. Mm, here we go. Present. I didn't know <laughs> I needed an actual legitimate reason to fire him. I'm so over him. Yes. Thank you. Um, well, before we actually get into the <laughs> real recap part, would you like to uh, have a quick chat about some of our wonderful sponsors? Yes. Let's do it. Broads, here's the thing. I can admit I am a bit of a skeptic at times, especially when it comes to switching out my tried and true true beauty products for cleaner, more natural, newer brands. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about non-toxic natural product swaps. But when it comes to making the switch with the natural deodorant, I was a little hesitant only because I have tried to make the switch so many times already. But I will tell you this. I tried native deodorant and I was hooked instantly. That's more than fair. I have to agree with you that a lot of natural deodorants, they just don't really work. Um, Mm -hmm. When I was trying to switch over, I felt like if the product worked, it was just good for keeping me fresh for maybe a few hours, but I had to reapply. But Native is amazing. They have 10 cents to choose from, and every single one keeps you smelling fresh all day long. My personal favorite is Citrus Herbal Musk, but the coconut vanilla and lavender rose are very close seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. 
they have this ingredient or the um scents are insane they're so good and they um, have the seasonal what, ones too which i like oh i love the seasonal ones they're so fun um what i love about native aside from the amazing scents though they offer um that it's made with ingredients you actually recognize things like coconut oil and shea butter and they never use aluminum plus their formulas are vegan and none of their products are ever tested on animals to date native deodorant has over 16 thousand five star reviews 16,000 five star reviews oh, that's why? wild um that's just you know that's our hopes and dreams 16,000 five star reviews for this podcast native has it we're jealous but we get it um and it's loved <laughs> by so many <laughs> including becca and myself make the switch to native today by going to nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout and get 20 percent off your first order that's nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. Well, Broads, there is uh, so much about being a mom that I love, but if I had to pick my favorite thing, I would have the feeling um, it would be getting to watch my five-year-old discover new interests that turn into passions. There's something about watching a young mind take interest in something and dive into it head first that is like the most pure thing on the planet. I love to watch it. And over the past year, I've used KiwiCo to help introduce my daughter to new subjects um, and really put the power of discovery into her hands. And I have to tell you, I can't recommend KiwiCo enough. If you follow me on Instagram, you see my daughter regularly getting all sorts of hyped on KiwiCo. Getting her KiwiCo on, baby. Um, yes. KiwiCo is the <laughs> subscription box made for curious minds that delivers hands-on science, art, and geography boxes to your door every month. And every single thing you need to complete the projects is included in the box, which makes it super simple. It's a stress-free way to learn and explore with your kiddos. From sailing the solar system to conducting colorful chemistry, KiwiCo encourages young minds to think creatively. Oh my gosh, and Ember has had her eye on that colorful chemistry set for months now. Um, she found out recently that her great-grandfather used to be a chemist, and now it's just an obsession. And so that's just, mm, she's got her eyes on it. But truly, every crate we get delivered has been absolutely amazing. Um, the crate as a whole has one theme, and then the various projects help break down certain aspects of the concept into ways that are easy to comprehend and understand. It's been super helpful. Um, it's been a super helpful way for us to encourage learning, especially now that school is done from home and also like fun weekend projects when you're just kind of sitting around stuck at home, always a winner. Mm -hmm. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code chatty at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at Kiwi. K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code chatty. KiwiCo.com, promo code chatty. KiwiCo. All right, well, <laughs> ready to get in, let it ready. Oh, by the way, broads, I, I should have said this at the top of the episode, but we were talking about potentially having guests and we were supposed to be joined today by oh, Natasha yeah. and Justine from Two Black Girls, you know, One Rose. Been- Good. Oh, well, listen, we will talk to them about this because uh, we had a little bit of a schedule conflict, but they will be joining us in like two weeks ish um, to talk all sorts of bachelor tea. I we have a lot that we need to break down. And so we're going to we'll get into this again with them because Mm -hmm. I want to hear I love them so much. And by the way, if you haven't checked out their podcast, they have been like hot, hot fire this season. (laughs) 
So, broads, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, Chris Harrison. So, like, I mean, I think there's just some big major themes that we can yeah, break down. I did do a bit of an uh, I did do a bit of abbreviated note taking this time. So, I felt like there was a lot of just excess blend in this episode. Like, there were numerous things that happened, but I th- feel like we should like just break down. Yeah, with this episode, chunks. some of the main chunks since we really got yes. into it with Ch. <laughs> so, like, we start <laughs> with. I mean, like, I mean, even this first thing, like, just uh, as an MJ's two on one, like, I was never invested in this in the first place, and neither was anyone else because Jasenia is sweet and she's smart, but we didn't know her. MJ became villain in like, you know, over the course of forty five minutes, so we weren't invested in her villainry either. E- either, even though it's obvious she is the devil herself. <laughs> um, has, no, by a mile to me. MJ is the scariest one on this season. Like everyone was just like, Victoria. I'm like, MJ's horrifying. Like, I'll be real with you. And by the way, she's just also annoying. She's one of those girls that's just like, I'm a fucking badass bitch and like weak bitches, (laughs) this shit. I'm like, stop. Stop, (laughs) honey. Please stop. And she's also with her lines, like, like, you know, um, lead by example and weak bitch energy. I don't know if you noticed that in she said that in one of the interviews, Weak Bitch Energy. And then when she was talking to Jasenia, Jasenia said, I know you always talk about weak bitch, bitch energy. It's like, so it's like, oh my God, and then how just, many times did she say It was this? like, oh my God, behind the scenes, can you imagine what MJ's been doing for the past couple weeks where she's just like, well, they're having some weak bitch energy and like, we're not. And this is why and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God. I only have one question from the fight. Who is Meredith? Why did they call her Meredith? You're going to love this. Meredith from Parent Trap? Yes. Meredith Blake? Yes. yes. Bitch. When Jasenia called her Meredith while MJ was shouting at her and Jasenia was remaining. By the way, I mean, I could I could just just I could just kiss. I could just oh, Jasenia was she did a really good job of holding down the fort. I don't know how she remained so calm and also delivered the best arguments and comebacks. Like, and while someone was yelling at her over her, like, I would have, I wouldn't even known, like, how to process what was happening. Jasenia, who is a Scorpio queen, remained completely calm and was just like, oh, I know. <laughs> I've got this. Dude, I would have thrown something at MJ. Like, there is a point where someone is being so ridiculous and stupid and crazy that it makes me feel physically violent feelings which is I know that's not okay but it would have taken everything in my power to not like punch a wall break a table and the way that that MJ would scream over her and then Jasenia would say one thing back and and then MJ would go I'm done I'm done Jasenia I'm done I'm like yeah you want to talk about weak bitch bitch energy it's when someone has a comeback and all you can do is I'm done yeah Yeah. it's because you didn't have shit to say honey because you're pathetic it's, I can't stand her. <laughs> it heated today on my birthday. <laughs> heated on your birthday. Um, but oh no. And then she's throwing around, MJ's throwing around like, well, actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. So many times I was like, are you throwing around biblical references right also, now? Also, like actions MJ? speak louder than words. Like you mean like the actions when you were being like being a fucking bully for like the past however many weeks? You mean how you're yelling at someone who's very calm right now? You mean those actions? You mean you're how gonna you throw can't around... be held accountable? Like, yeah. Like, 
you're going to throw in some biblical references like Jesus is not pleased with the way that you're acting no. right now. <laughs> He's all right, not, all I wanna, is not happy. All I want to talk about is how when MJ walked out, didn't see a single tear shed. She's in the limo. Jacenia gets the rose and MJ's just like, I don't know how this could happen. Like just I mean, fuming. She walked out and she was ahead of Matt by like a foot and didn't say not a tear, not a word to Matt. Just dead silence. Just planning how was, she's going to murder his family. That's what she was doing. It was so scary. Like No. And I, who do you think she's going to hook up with in paradise? Because there's no way they're not bringing Jacenia and MJ on to paradise to like try to cre- recreate something. They're going to hook up MJ with a uh, uh, Yosef. Queen. <laughs> Imagine oh my lord. Um, no, the thing that bugs me about people like MJ, the thing that I don't like about girls like her is that they talk all this shit about like weak big bitch energy and how they're such a bad bitch. And I, I will tell you that she is not someone to actually be scared of because she'll never actually, her bark is so much worse than her bite. Oh yeah. Drives me nuts. Like you talk a loud game, honey, a loud game. And, and honestly, you know, I have to say that when so when um when when mj gets you know kicked out i'm thinking if i'm jesenia who just dominated that situation i would be like bye peace out like in like my interview and just be like huge smile whatever jesenia remains so she was just so regal and she was just like um uh i i wish it didn't have to come to this honestly like and she's like saying i'm proud of matt and having his support means so much to me and that i can like it helps me trust him and and she's getting teary-eyed and there was not a word about mj and to that i say to that i say this screams here for the right reasons like you're like maturity to me maturity like this girl i'm not even gonna think of her again i'm here for him She's gone. I handled it with so much grace. I was just bye so bye. impressed. Uh, bye. Yeah. Bye okay, bye. So, okay. Um. Yeah. The next. The I would say like the next big chunk we need to talk about. <laughs> you know, there are events that happen. Like the cocktail party is canceled. I. This is just the beginning into Katie and Serena's whole thing and so I, I was taken off guard I was taken aback when the cocktail party is canceled and all of a sudden Serena does her random little attack I was like whoa 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 what the what the what the fuck just happened I was like and I then- feel like your frustration is a little misdirected here my friend <laughs> like what's happening you're mad at Katie you're mad at Katie everyone's confused by the way like this is not this is not a moment where everyone's like no one's like gonna is jumping on which I what I love is no one is jumping on Serena's sea ship. Everyone's a little bit like, um, this is a weird <laughs> stance to take. <laughs> totally, and they're not like they're not siding with her. They're also not like shutting her down. They're just kind of like awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this is kind of almost embarrassing. Like now you're gonna come for Katie, but also all of us are way too tired to try to defend Katie and get into yeah, this. So like- just like let it be just i just think it's it so be. like a lack of self-awareness like serena's whole thing was a big lack of self-awareness because it's like dude it was like katie okay well we'll talk about it when we get into their confrontation but the cocktail party is canceled 
and the girls that yes. don't get a rose. You know who I want to see on Paradise? I want to see Maggie on Paradise. Becca. She is so pretty, so sweet. Her exit one of, was so sweet. And also one of my favorite, We this is, her exit was maybe the, the one time we heard her speak on this show. Yeah. And Minus we had the one clip where she makes Matt dance and he does like the most awkward TikTok dance of all time. Did you see this? It was like an ending no. clip after an episode. No, and it was so funny. so funny. And she was hilarious. And and I'm like, yeah, come on. Let's let's see more Maggie. And I did actually see Robert Mills tweet out and say like make a comment about like Maggie like we we're sad to see you go specifically singled her out and said we're sad to see you go we want to see more of you on paradise totally so, and Love I heard that. someone else so I heard another product someone involved in production make some comment about how like how much they liked her so I think behind the scenes too everyone really liked her a lot um so I really hope we see Maggie on paradise me too and Ryan is really emotional over leaving too poor thing I felt <laughs> I was so like, bad I, I was also you are <laughs> I was also I was just like Ryan. I'm so sorry. It it was the it was a big emotions for being there for one week. I was like, this is this is intense. Were they the only two that left? Um, the the girls that went home. No, we had um Maggie, Ryan, and then Britt after her. Okay, that's what I thought, and we didn't see her after her after her trauma having to deal with Anna for one week, and then they're like, "We just kept you around for all of that that you had to deal with." So now, bye. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, <laughs> poor thing. My goodness, we didn't even get an eggs. We didn't even get a limo scene from her. No, I'm like, we didn't see. Are- we didn't see literally anything. Like I thought that she left too. I put it with a question mark, but I wasn't. Yes, yeah, she's gone. So now let's get into the ship between Katie and Serena, because this is really what I want to talk about. You know, at first I was kind of like I was a little hesitant. I was like, you know, I've, I've been a I've been a Katie stan, but, you know, like maybe she's really annoying in the house. Like, who knows? You know, I was just kind of like maybe we've only seen like her good side. Maybe everyone's fed up with her. You know, I, I was like, all right, like I'll, I'll hear you out, Serena. Sure. You're, you have your mind, you're, you're open, you're opening your mind to my what third eyes open. I'm like, you know, <laughs> who knows what kind of energy she's We're putting sure. out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right. Who knows? I'm not there. And then you do see it later. Like you said, the girls weren't into it. And I'm jumping ahead of myself. Okay. Now, Serena shows up <laughs> at Katie's store. Which, by the way, I'm wondering, like, do they each get their own rooms? Like, this is a suite. Like, I think do they that, have rooms? I think that everyone, it's two people, if I remember correctly, per room. Okay. But maybe now that people are leaving, maybe Katie has a room to herself. But they are large bedrooms. That's for that's sure. That's what I'm saying. A freaking suite. Like a breakfast nook. And, yeah, and Serena comes comes in. Now, and again, to your point... My initial my initial being and I think if I'm being completely honest with you, it's for two reasons. I'm trying to for a moment give Serena see the benefit of the doubt one because you cannot deny her fashion. Her fashion is hot, hot fire. And yeah. two, mm-hmm. you know, I love to do the Serena voice. So I'm just like, right. please <laughs> don't take this yes. away from me. Please, Serena, um, be on the right side of history. Come on, Serena. And so when she comes in too, I'm thinking, OK, she instead of going and talking about Katie behind her back or going to Matt about Katie is going to approach Katie um, maybe with a solid reason of why she's upset with her. Sure. 
<laughs> and what we get is like you're just so annoying and you're here for the wrong reasons you are not here for matt i'm like wrong reasons what where did this come from i'm sorry there's a lot that you could say but like wrong reasons and then she says that later on where she was like you're the only one that's not here for matt and i'm like but it's like how and also you're bringing up how katie what's she here for then what is she here for? Also, What's you're bringing she here up for that you're not here for, Serena? You're bringing up that Katie is like constantly causing she that she she says that she's starting all the fires and that she's actually the arsonist. I'm like, so you're talking about the one time that Katie went to Matt after people were calling Brit a sex worker um, and brought up to Matt, hey, there's a lot of bullying going on in the house and someone could potentially have long-term damage because of this so i think maybe you should bring that up she didn't even mention names she literally no, exactly, came in as she brings up yeah it's i like have that's to say it was all she said after the jesenia mj fight i have to say it was refreshing to see two people that actually could duke it out i was like all right like like serena has something to say back all right let's go let's do this girl it's true um <laughs> but what katie fought back with was just plain facts and oh i be- when they got elevated into that screaming match i've been there i was feeling it my heart was pounding i felt it i felt it whoo es- especially um, since katie we've seen katie like so calm cool and collected this whole time even though she's been dealing with so much shit and like trying to be the mediator for all of this drama and like have conversations. It was like, it was the last straw. She was like, I'm done. Like, this is insane. You're going to call me out for this. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, This is one thing. I mean, we saw both their arguments to me. It's uh, Katie made a great point. She said, I was, I didn't name names. That's not starting drama. Like I do. I don't, I don't think there's any argument to be had there. They though, I want to note this. Katie starts naming names. She goes, like, I don't remember what the names, I don't remember something. She's like, I didn't say, you know, I didn't say uh, Anna. I didn't, I didn't name names and say, she said like, she said like two girls' names. Like it might MJ? have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, I didn't say, I didn't say MJ's name. I didn't say um, Anna's name. And then there's a jump. I have a theory that she named another name. I have a feeling she said she was about to say I didn't say someone's name that post-production for some reason would have edited out. I have chills all over my body. You know who I think it is? Who? I think it's Abigail. Really? You think so? No, I don't know. Who was the girl that they cut out her face like like the weeks before? Abigail. I think it was Abigail. I do. I actually do. <laughs> I do. Um, I hope not. But that is, Maybe it was, this is just a theory. This is just a theory. This is just a theory. But she was. It did seem like she was about to name someone else's name. And Maybe I it was Rachel. Maybe it was Rachel. Mm, I don't think so. Rachel's been. Yeah. Rachel hasn't, hasn't really been involved in any of that. I just. I just. At this point. I. First of all, I I know exactly what you're talking about and I feel it in my bones and I have chills and my nipples are hard and just thinking about who it could be. I just can't. I, I know that the theory was being thrown around about Abigail. I just can't. My my body and my brain can't wrap my, itself around that. She's just... 
No, what if Ab- I mean, what if it was just like this? What if Abigail was just so kind part of the just part of the thing being like, oh, my God, Britney's an escort, which like, I don't know. This is just literally just a theory. I don't know. Just theories. But but, but um, no, but I, I know what you're talking about, because I specifically remember when I was watching it, something felt weird. And now when you're saying that there was like a jump cut, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. That, that, for some reason, I was just like, oh, maybe it's Abigail. I don't know. But I don't know. Uh, there's nothing else to really back that up. But the someone, they're, they're protecting someone. I will say they're that. They're protecting I, I really, someone. I really don't actually think Rachel was involved in that. Yeah, no, she's been pretty quiet with any any and all drama. Hi, baby. I'm working right now. I'm working right now. I'll be done in a little while. Okay, I'm working. Yes, hi. I know. I'll be done soon. Can you go out with Dada? Someone isn't doing a great job holding the children. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Gray, love you. Okay. So, um, so then Katie, when Katie, glass of water. Uh, when um, Katie walk, when she all of a sudden just gets up and goes, "Thank you for your feedback," and like runs away, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, our queen goes to therapy, and the term "thank you for your feedback" killed me. Like, just just was done, and just was like. It was like she knew that she was going to continue. Like, it was just going to escalate more and more if she didn't just, like, cut it off. You know, my favorite thing was Serena's hotel flip-flops that she was pounding down the hallway in. I didn't notice. No, were they just slapping? Just Serena had, like, a size 11 (laughs) hotel flip-flop on. And she was walking, strutting through that hallway with those hotel flip-flops a-flapping in her wake. It was... Oh so good. God. It was the That's it was the cherry on top for me. That is hilarious. Well, then it's it continues because Serena goes down to the other women, which by the way, they have the coziest setup I've ever seen. Yeah. There are books, there are like blankets. I was just living for it. Um and which this is where I was like, oh, are they, I was like, oh, all these all these girls are in with Serena. That was my first thought. I was like, oh damn, like they're all against Katie, but then it me you know, too and i was like oh my god a whole crew like this is so shocking yeah. well then kate yeah fucking serena comes in so hot and she was just like she's just like yeah you know well uh she's coming in with her sex positivity to shock and awe and everyone's kind of looking at her quietly at this point and is like i don't know what you're like why you have, have such an issue and then katie comes in and is like you don't have to whisper about me and sits down right next to her which I love. And then Serena was like, I'm just t- was telling them about our conversation and that you said your main focus was not to be with Matt, which she's just like, I didn't say that. No. And they just get into it all over again. It's just ridiculous. It's just it's just the same. It's just stupid. And then they start all throwing around, by the way, this whole action speak louder than words piece again, like that MJ was talking about with Jasenia. And I was like, is there a Bible studying ha- Bible study happening every single night at this house? Like, is Matt facilitating this? Why is everyone talking about actions speak louder than words? Why is this the theme of the season? I don't understand. Like, I don't know, but that's also not a biblical reference. It isn't? No. But I feel like they talk about that in church a lot, but it isn't. For some reason, it was just posted on every single church wall <laughs> that I had. And I felt like I learned it Same. like a Bible verse. <laughs> You know what I might be thinking of? Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. I don't know why I associate those two together. I still don't know what that means. You know, it's like if you're like giving to charity, like 
don't let like make it so make, make it, it so quiet secret that you don't even know you're giving the money exactly <laughs> <laughs> wow that is that is a whole new level of activism <laughs> I'm just now subconsciously donating. I don't even know what my right hand is doing. That's how generous I am. I'm like, listen, I'm I'm pretty confident that I'm giving a lot to nonprofits, but I'm being so in tune with scripture that I'm not letting my left hand know that like, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm 99% sure that I'm actually participating in it. But like, I'm just trying to like keep it quiet (laughs) with myself. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, I have to say this. I, I have to say something really important. Um, and I, and I have to pause and say this. You know, Kit grew on me slightly this episode. Wait, what? Kit grew on me slightly this episode. Say it again. <laughs> she did. You know what? Me too. I, I. She had a couple moments where I was kind of like, okay. I'm- I'm kind of like, like I had a like a slight smile on my face and I was like, okay. yeah, I'm kind of like, are you you came in and you came in. It felt like you came in very in an insecure way. Like I'm showing off all my shit and I'm yes, I am the president. This and is I the am only the thing I have to offer. You know, right. it's like my mom. <laughs> and it's like now you've settled in. I was even having these moments where I was laughing quietly to myself watching like when they all later on in this episode, when they all come back from the bowling date immediate everyone's still in in like their bowling shirts and they're all talking about it together and immediately kit is in a robe with like a hot wellness tea and is just like listening to them it's like she ran upstairs and got her wellness on it's just like being very calm (laughs) so the first moment where i felt this is when she said like yeah like i'm just i don't know she was just like i don't know why serena is going after katie she's like I'm just focused on Matt and I's relationship. <laughs> Her so shady and perfect. And I was like, yes, I did love that. I did love that. Her kind of monotone just being is kind of starting to get to me in a positive way where I'm like, you're just. I don't I've know. seen a new side of her. And you know what this side of her is? <sighs> she reminds me a lot all out of nowhere of an old friend of mine who I was roommates with at some point who I, I kind of feel like Kit's kind of down, like kind of feel like Kit has this like kind of like, like when she gets insecure, like she either says really stupid shit or she doesn't say anything at all. But then when she's comfortable, she says funny things. She's kind of like always shady towards other people, like never starting drama, but has a comment about the drama that's going on and is like down to go out and get fucked up. Like, she'll be like, yeah, wait till I start buying everybody's shots is like kind of I kind of like envision this. And I'm 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 she's she's really growing on me. So we'll see what happens. I'm yeah, I'm starting to picture her be the type of person who doesn't move her face much because she doesn't want to wrinkle like her mom's taught her from the beginning. Like if you do a lot of facial expressions, you're going to get fine lines. And so she never has any facial expression. So you think you're like, oh, my gosh, this chick is just like so shady. But then when you're puking in the bathroom, instead of judging you, she walks in and she's just like, here, honey, stand up straight. Put this lip on. Put this red lip. They'll never know. And like dabs around your mouth and gives you a red lip and is just like act fine and like walks out and like tells no, is your friend I, I, in kind of an icy way I feel like no, no 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 I don't see that at all I see that she when she's 
when she, she I, I see her as being someone who warms up. And when you're puking in the toilet, she's giggling and like videotaping, not in a mean way, but like, <laughs> like, she looks so dumb right now. Like, I'm going to show you this in the morning. Like, uh. I see her actually being like really warm and fun once she warms oh, up. Okay. I don't know. OK, I don't know where this is coming from, but I suddenly feel like my ice cold heart towards Kit is maybe slightly being melted. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, enough about that. So yeah, I mean the the also I can't just, believe Serena. She's also to me. also Jasenia right away pops in, and that that's when we have then like vocal confirmation that they don't agree with her. Where she says, "Yes, um, yeah." Last, she's trying to be you know just bring everyone together. She's like, "Last night sucked. Can we just move forward? Like, girls, can we just not be yelling at each other and just be done with all of this? Yep, <laughs> this ridiculousness." Well, okay, we've got a we've got we've got a bit more to cover. Before uh, we got to talk about Heather showing up before we do quick pause. Yes, let's do a little and then one more quick little pausey. Um, so broads, <clears throat> it's almost Valentine's Day, which means a lot of us are thinking about what we can give to our partners to make them feel loved and appreciated, which is great and all. But I say let's also focus on what we can give ourselves to make sure we feel loved and appreciated because it's been one heck of a year, to put it lightly. Um, And the best gift that I know I can give myself is space to focus on my mental health. And my favorite way to do that is with the help of Talkspace. If you've ever even considered therapy for a passing moment, but you ended up talking yourself out of it for one reason or another, You've got to check out Talkspace. I myself have been talked out of seeking help in the past because of time commitments, having to leave the house, having to try and find a babysitter, yada, yada, yada. We can work with, find a therapist that works with my schedule, whatever. But with Talkspace, all my fears or concerns with traditional therapy are totally gone because for starters, the whole thing is online. Mm -hmm. You can send and receive unlimited messages with your therapist right on the platform 24-7. And I know from experience how hard it can be to find a therapist that's the right fit for what you're going through, which is one of the other amazing things about Talkspace. They have thousands of licensed therapists that specialize in over 40 different fields. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't matter what you're going through. Your perfect match is somewhere in the Talkspace network. And the best part, Broads, is the price, honestly. Traditional therapy can cost hundreds or even thousands of dollars. With Talkspace, you'll pay just a fraction of the cost. You know, my therapist has given me really practical guidance that has really changed my life for the better. Seriously, like really helped me in my day to day life. And I'm so glad I found Talkspace and got the support that I need. And you can, too. As a listener of the show, you'll get one hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace. You can match the licensed therapist today by going to Talkspace.com or download the app and make sure you use our code Chatty. You're going to get one hundred dollars off your first month and you can show your support for the show. That's Chatty at Talkspace.com. Rods, um, I already know this uh, brand I'm about to tell you all about needs, to, uh, you know, little to no introduction. If you're a longtime Chatty Broads listener, mm-hmm. then you've heard Becca and I talk about how much we love it. So be, let's sing it, baby. Ready? Fab Fit. You know, okay, you were doing something with new today. I yeah, I, I it, it's new. I mean, with the Zoom delay, you know what I mean. Like it's a little bit funky, but we're working with it. That was uh, purposeful. It was we're trying to do a little layering. It was artistic. It was dynamic, just like FabFitFun, okay? Mm. Let me tell you about the new spring box. The spring box is out, and I cannot contain my excitement. I got a sneak peek of the product list, and oh my lord, it may be my favorite box yet. 
Well, and that's saying a lot since Jess and I have been FabFitFun box receivers for a while now. And if you aren't familiar with FabFitFun, here's the 411. Here's the deets, broads. FabFitFun is the premier lifestyle subscription box that delivers full-sized, not little samples, beauty, wellness, and lifestyle products to your door once a season in case you missed that. Yes, I said you get full-sized products delivered to your door once a season, a whole box full of them. You get an entire box of gifts from the most sought after brands once a season just for being a member. The theme for this spring box is Grow Forth and uh, they're 100% focused on supporting self-care and self-growth with this box, which I love. Like I said, the uh, items offered in the box are so good. We're talking things from brands like Milk Makeup, Splendid, Our Place, Grown Alchemist. I mean, some seriously in-demand products. I already went online and picked out my customizations for this box because I could not wait. So I went with the, I, oh, I never know how do you pronounce this, but the Alamus Papaya Enzyme Peel, which I've tried to get twice before, but it always sells out. Oh. And now I can get it through FabFitFun. I'm so excited. Um, and for another customization, I picked the Camp Collection. Uh, dip dye tote, which is going to make my grocery store trips 100% chicer. I can already tell. Love that. Okay, so order your spring box today. Sign up now. You can snag some amazing products like the Elemis, Elemis, whatever, peel, or the Camp Collection tote when you customize. Use coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Don't miss out on $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com, promo code CHATTY. Do we still say WWW? I didn't know that was a thing we did. The World Wide Web. The World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, broads. So then going back to the, the, sh the show, we uh, we see Heather. She pulls up in her um, her Dodge Grand Caravan, like her Nissan Quest, her her <laughs> Kia Carnival. I'm not sure what form her of Honda CRV. I'm not 100% sure what minivan they allowed her to uh, get. And she she pulls up to the shock and awe of some poor security guard. That they probably just paid an extra $20 tip to to try to act like he didn't know what was going on. Oh, my God. Chris is like, what, Heather? And then I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. When they were screaming at each other from 30 feet away. So with the with the boom guys going like this from 20 feet away. I mean, it's just like, OK, OK. I don't know how dumb you all think we are production, but we know this is you all know about this. So the fact of the matter is, I know you're doing this whole like, let's be really far away because of covid times. But yet Heather's not wearing a mask. Why couldn't she just have a mask on and been a, a smidgy closer or something, I guess. And also like. <sighs> It, it, she doesn't have to wear a mask, but the security guard and the boom guys do. But they're just like, she, it's just, hi, Chris, a hundred feet away. They keep the cameras so far away from Chris Harrison's face. It could have been a stunt double of his and we wouldn't have t been able to tell with just a voiceover of Chris Harrison. Oh, my God. The the moment that I lo did love from Chris, though, it's a shame we won't see him on future seasons because of this moment. I have to say when he said, why don't you go back to your motel? I died. I'm going to take this up the hill. Why don't you go back to your motel? He didn't even say hotel. He said motel. The shade. We know you, you know, you don't have tons of followers, so you didn't get quite that batch money. So why don't you just enjoy your cute motel and I'm going to be back <laughs> at the Nima Colon Palace. 
Um, also on the same interview that Chris Harrison did with Rachel Lindsay, there was a section where he talked about Heather showing up and there was some major shade factors going on. First and foremost, he said, and this is what Chris Harrison says, which he was fully caught in a lie in it, which kills me. He was like, you know, um, uh, Rachel was just like, oh, you guys doing her dirty, like letting her show up this late in the game. And you know, she's going to walk into a whole thing. And Chris was like, okay, first of all, I didn't know about it. Production knew about it. And then a few minutes later, he was just like, well, when I knew that Heather was showing up and we had told her that she shouldn't, I'm like, okay, Chris, like you literally ca- catch him in a full blown. He fully contradicted lied. It was so blatant. I I'm dying. But what he said <laughs> What he said is this shady motherfucker, you know, who knows? He said that they didn't contact Heather, that Heather contacted them, but who he specifically put the blame on was Hannah Brown. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. He goes, he goes, Hannah Brown was reaching out to producers and it was like, she would not stop. Like she, they, she kept reaching out and we told them, no, we, we shut them down and we said no, but they wouldn't stop reaching out to production. And then he said that, and then he's like, yeah, and then Heather showed up and we had no idea. Like producers knew a couple days ago before, and then they let me know. So I'm like, oh, so you're saying that you knew, obviously, when she walked up, you're admitting it and acting like you don't, like you're whatever. But he legit said that they kept pushing it, even though they shut them down. And then Heather just showed up. I kind of believe it. I've, I kind of believe it. I believe it. I believe that I could, I could see her showing up but it's like they obviously knew everything that was going down the whole time when she was oh in, yeah in, yeah like, i know that but, and I he's believe, at, but no i believe the hannah brown push hannah brown and heather pushing for it and he it's the shaded, best friend thing being like oh my god no he's so your person like we've got to get you on there okay well, so then we see well, we're gonna we're we gonna might, talk about heather which by the way i've grouped up all of her when we i thought we'd talk about this when she comes in at the end i've grouped up all her little uh clips that we see throughout the episode you mean the heather quarantine chronicles it's it's the worst um when they were happening becca when 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 they when it was happening i was sitting watching this episode alone and i looked to the person next to me who was no one because i was by myself and i go to be why am i doing this to myself why am why am i watching this this goddamn show first of all i'm so sorry this is said with peace and love someone please get heather to stop doing under eye eyeliner yeah yeah no i'm not a huge don't fan do of that it. please don't do it yeah i'd why do you i'd used to do a lot a lot of underlying eyeliner so I i'm think just that's... saying this as a friend just don't do it yeah yeah and and anyone who's not telling you as a friend isn't a friend i'm looking at you hannah brown no just kidding okay <laughs> so the weird clips of her that were not funny oh my god it was so cringe and i know that oh it's not her fault it just was like oh i know i know oh, oh. i know the Rapunzel. Oh, my God. And you're like, oh, the Rapunzel. It was scary. Then, the Rapunzel one was scary. <laughs> she's like, and then she's like, mad, mad. <laughs> it's like somebody tell her to stop. The pizza. She's just, just balancing with the pizza box. And you're just like, you, you know, what's the worst I, thing about it is what? that she really thought it was going to be like the endearing clips of her at the beginning of her journey to get engaged to Matt. I know. And honestly, there's this thing about Heather, and I felt it in Colton's season, like there's major cringe energy, like big, big cringe energy, but she seems so nice that like the cringe energy with like 
Pilot Pete, for instance, his cringe, it makes me like laugh and I enjoy it because I'm like, he's just a cringe guy and he like leans into that. Heather, I have a hard time watching because it's so cringy, but I also like she's so sweet and I'm like, I feel so uncomfortable. You just feel bad. I want to like call her up and be like, girl, I know I don't know you, but like this just has to stop. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's how I feel. I feel like yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be mean to her. I'm just like, someone tell her. I know. I know. Tell her, don't, don't, don't show up. Don't do this. This is not a good look. I have a feeling that you're going to get sent home really quick because from the reaction of the women, it was like, if he keeps her, we're leaving. Like, I don't think Heather's going to be around. Matt's reaction when she walked in, I'm just going to go there. I'm just going to go there. The episode ends there, but I I just got to go there now. Um, he just laughed a little too hard. And when he said to who Piper, was who was it? Piper, I thought it was Piper. When he said to Piper, I'll just need a couple minutes. And the way he in Heather's heart and the way he turned around and was like, very like it was like, babe, I got you. I, babe. I'll, I'll be I'll be just let me just handle this for a second. You know what? I think the backstory of this is like. It's the kind of thing where Hannah would be FaceTiming Tyler. I wrote that. I wrote down FaceTiming. Oh, God. And Heather would be like, let me talk to Matt. Like, no, I want to talk to Matt. And Matt's all like, oh, my God. In the background, like, no, I don't want to talk to her. He's like, Tyler, no. Come say hi, Matt. Get over here. My whole body. My whole body hurts. I feel. it's It's like the junior hire who has the crush on, like, the senior. And he's just like. I'm not, but I, uh, I'm not supposed to be talking to you. And it, and it uh, made it, it made it even, even more painful that like 80% of the girls had no idea who she was. It hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I could barely watch. I truly could barely watch. Um, okay. So we, so we got, so I can't wait to talk more about Heather next week. Can, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, but in the meantime, we get a. Uh, <laughs> by the way, when 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 <laughs> Heather leaves, Chris Harrison literally said, "That's just bizarre." <laughs> Hi, baby shoes. Yep, I know. Give them to Dada. Thank you. Oh, just put them there in front of the door. You can just put them down on the floor. Oh, thank you. Thanks, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks, baby. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, what we have to talk about. It's like a person that you want to like. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Heather. (laughs) Bye-bye, honey. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, thank you. You know I've got this. Thank you. (laughs) You leave that in. Oh, God. We've got to talk about Piper's one-on-one. Yes. Oh my god, my new queen. <sighs> Obsessed. Obsessed by but let me let, I'm going to make this very very clear. By a mile, my new favorite. Me too. Me fucking too. You know why, Jess? Cuz when she got in her when she got her dinner portion of the date, she's like, "I just want my mom to call me up and tell me I'm proud of me." I was like, "Well, I felt that." <laughs> you and I was like Beck and I are both watching you with a tear in our eye being like this feels a little close <laughs> but 
I fucking love that shit. Okay, we get, we got to talk about that because it was just so it oh it was so okay. Good. The car first of all, the carnival was creepy. The absence of the carnies in who are usually the creepiest part of the carnival. <laughs> there weren't any, which made the carnival even creepier. Also, the end the, the the discovery like the discovery of the carnival like it's like here murder, take murder 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 yeah take this lantern and let's walk into the forest and then they flip the switch and I was dying because the last time we saw a, a switch flipped was when Tasha got one Ferris wheel and that was the mm. big shock and awe of the whole season. Her other carnival scene was the Brendan where there was one weird shitty pop up thing and now they get a whole damn Matt gets an entire a full carnival. But it is the stuff of Stephen King novels. No, it's 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 horrifying. Now, what I need to know, was there any music playing in the background? Because the thing is, with those lights, you expect fair like like carnival music. And with the absence of music, a dead silent carnival. No, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Pure horror. Okay, so that was horrifying. Now, for the evening portion of the date. This I felt is, everything uh, she was saying. Yes. And, and you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. There's the Zoom <laughs> delay. <laughs> you know, people are giving Matt shit for falling in love with a lot of girls. I'm sorry. He has had some like good connections with many of these women and I can't fault him for it. And so, of course, he's now falling in love with Piper, too, along with Bree, along with Rachel, along with Abigail, along with Michelle, along with <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. Listen. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. He didn't say uh, Piper told him I'm falling in in love with you and he didn't reciprocate at all, which made me very nervous. And I was very I felt very scary rage because of all the girls that I wanted him to respond back to. Because here's the thing with the conversation with Piper, too. And I know we talk about it. We talk about how it's always the whole like I have a hard time opening up and it's like all right you know what you're on a reality tv show so like obviously you know you know not that hard of a time blah 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 Mm. Piper was the perfect example of a communicative explanation of struggle real struggle to open up where it's like I mean the the level of communication to just be like yeah you know here's the thing I'm a little concerned that like I my actions are I love you, but like I have a hard time saying I love you because my family, we just didn't do that. Like, I wish my mom would call me up and tell me she loved me and she was proud of me. And I was like, this was so I I had chills the whole time. I was getting emotional because it was like this is it felt like an incredibly real um, relationship conversation. Like I've been dating someone for a month and we've been going out on a bunch of dates and now Mm -hmm. we're sitting down and I'm explaining to you a struggle that I have with maybe if I'm not letting you know with my words well that I'm really into you, it's it's because of this. And then yeah. when Matt was saying to her, like, we can work through that together. Like, I struggle with that, too. It was like, oh, oh. And on top of everything else, we see like we've seen Piper and then we see her later, her reaction to Heather. That's why she's my favorite. She's not just like like just pure. um, I love Matt and I'm here for the right reasons and I have all the right answers. She's just like, <laughs> she was just like getting super hot about the other thing and was like, absolutely not. Like, I love her energy. She is. The I pr- really like she's Piper. just cool. Piper's hey, just cool. I've got to say too, um, just got a note that then when they had their private dance, Temecula Road killed it. <sighs> I was, 
I regretfully I regretfully agreed because when they first walked in and I was like, who is who is this group? It's not anyone from Listen to Your Heart, first of all. Uh, I was also like, Matt's trying to add these girls onto his season. Um, (laughs) Yes, definitely. I also wrote down, I'm like, are these kids from TikTok? Because they look like like three TikTokers. Straight up. Um, And then they started singing and I was like, you guys nailed it. It was actually one of the better live shows we've yeah. seen. Yeah, they're they're like harmonies. They were on point. <laughs> it was a ten out of ten for me. It was very good. <laughs> I was like, and then and then they had the Christmas trees around too, and they and then Piper and Matt were making out two. It feet was pretty in front dope. It was a good scene. I gotta say, it was a good fucking scene, and it was yeah. like they were singing to them, but it actually like kind of wasn't awkward. It was like it was yeah. good. You know why I didn't feel like it was awkward and it was maybe the first time I ever felt that way? I think one of the reasons that it it, it didn't feel weird is because Piper, this is going to sound, I don't know if this sounds mean to everyone else on the franchise, but Piper and Matt are cool. Like they're mm. cool. They seem like cool people. Oh, totally. Like the jokes they and were so, making in the car with each other, it was kind of like they were on the same page. Yeah. And so their energy, like in front of a performance, it wasn't like I have to put on a certain thing and there was no nervous energy. It was kind of just like they're just chill. And it, it felt very like, I don't know. It was hard to explain. Yep. But even if yep. Temecula Road would have sucked, I would. I don't feel like I would have felt uncomfortable energy like I normally do in a live performance from... The, the contestant and the lead. Um, Jess, this is there's something fucking crazy we need to talk about. Well, are you talking about the fact that they literally moment by moment, action by action, ripped off an entire date from your season? What's crazy is on Patreon, we literally just posted the recap about that this week, about that exact episode. Are you serious? Life imitates art. Art limitate, imitates life. This week... The same jerseys? I love what cheap bastards they are on this show. They are the same jerseys, Jess. The same ones. The same exact ones. The same ones on the bowling date, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, on the season of The Bachelor that I was on, there is an episode we're recapping the whole season on Patreon right now, Gray and I are, and literally we just watched it, where on the bowling date, we wear these jerseys, we compete to win nighttime with the lead and then uh-huh. what happens was is guess what surprise surprise the lead lets both teams on now it didn't work though the way it did on my season because on my season crystal like lost her shit freaked the fuck out and there was major drums it didn't really happen on this episode well also matt did not lick the bowling ball like ari decided he to didn't. lick the bowling ball but um, the way that the way that matt told the girls that they were getting to go on the night portion of the date was shady they they made him send a note you know he didn't want to do this the ari this is the difference ari did when we just watched the episode ari like immediately was like oh, i don't know i think both teams should come because he wanted some of the girls that were on the losing team. the losing team yeah yes matt was straight up like sorry ladies that's the name of the game <laughs> he was like just like well, I wrote, whoops, that's so i wrote down because okay so so long story short the pink team won the blue team lost and yeah. then the blue team had to get sent home and the pink team gets to go on a date well yeah. immediately i wrote down i'm like He's obviously not following in Ari's footsteps, though, because he's just kind of like, sorry, I feel bad. But like, bye, bye, ladies. 
<laughs> then I thought, I'm like, they're not going to have it. And then the blue team has to get sent back home, defeated, upset. And the and the pink team gets to go and finally have some longer moments with him. And then all of a sudden that note shows up and it's from quote unquote Matt. That's yeah. like, please join, join us. Uh, and it was a full Ari moment, except the difference was we can cut to then the, the pink the, the pink team that was um, having their moments with Matt. I mean, the reaction was so beyond gracious. Like if I would have been one of the girls on the pink team, I would have been so pissed. They were just like, Ugh, damn it. Yeah, they were. So they were bummed and they were just like, this is so obnoxious, but like, OK, whatever. And they just they just rolled with it. And I was so impressed, especially because they've been torturing them this season. And so the fact that they okay. have I, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe okay. it. Um, I couldn't but believe that, also that Michelle got the rose. He likes Michelle. I like Michelle a lot, but he like likes Michelle. Michelle. They have major chemistry. I mean, in their date, that chemistry was, I think, the most intense I've seen so far. And I thought that there was a good point made that someone else made, though, of like, oh, I like I why wouldn't he give a rose to someone who like does, hasn't had that validation of like getting a one well, on one with them that's what Chelsea had said because Chelsea was the oh, one yeah, who was yeah, really yeah. struggling during the date and like explained to him like hey I'm sorry if I've been if it's been rough because I am struggling and I'm it's hard for me to open up and then she was like well Michelle's already had a one on one date Matt maybe you want to throw me a rose here like to just confirm that you want me to be here still but Matt Gave that rose to Michelle. Shit. All right. Um, <sighs> to wrap it, we've got, you know, I saw this coming. I saw this coming. Well, first of all, Matt had teased in extreme ways that Tyler was coming on the show and that he was going to fall for someone. And yeah. that was never really explained at all. So I don't know oh. what they cut out like. Oh, you're right. He like yeah. specifically was using these words. So I'm like, what did they cut out? Or was he talking about the massage therapist? Did Tyler try to hit on her and they cut that out because it looked sketchy or something like and Matt didn't know. OK, first of all, That's this the is only the greatest person I can think of. And I was dying. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. I felt very uncomfortable because I felt like I was it felt slightly inappropriate and I was watching something I shouldn't but I was also losing my mind crying laughing because it was just I mean, so like the touching made me feel phone. yes the touching made me feel uncomfortable yeah, like a little the nipples, bit I was like oh that seems like a little it seems okay. a little inappropriate but then when they got on speakerphone and I could not stop laughing I could not I stop laughing so basically dying. So Broads, Matt is on a one-on-one -on -one date with Katie um, and of course, or he's going to have a one-on-one -on -one date with Katie. Of course, Tyler Cameron shows up and it's just, you know, it's a whole thing. And they have their like bro moment where Tyler doesn't say anything really of value to, to Matt. And he then, by the way, as this is happening, as he this this episode is airing, Tyler Cameron is posting on his social media like... um. He's saying uh, you can you can like get more. Oh, he goes for more convos like the one I had tonight with at Matt James 919. Swipe up to pre-order your book. And it's Tyler Cameron's book. That's the you deserve better. And Tyler posted that on his own Instagram. So he literally was like, if you want to get more 
amazing life advice. Like what I told Matt tonight, swipe up and order your book. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Remember how I said they have a pool table in their other room? I was thinking about it the entire time. I couldn't. I couldn't stop confirmed. laughing. Fully confirmed. Fully confirmed. Fully um, confirmed. Okay. By the way, so, so then. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to say. So the date was that, uh, which reminded me a lot of Tasha with What's His Face on Tasha's season where they did the haunted house. It was like, oh, fun, funny date. And then you're going to get sent home. Um, 100%. But- <laughs> yes. With easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But like, so the 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 for broads who maybe didn't watch the episode because i know some people listen along they're pranking tyler so what they're doing is tyler's gonna get a massage but then matt and katie are in the other room giving instructions to the masseuse so it was hilarious i wanted to see tyler's reaction though after they showed up and revealed to him that it was them we didn't see like any of his reaction he just got up and the scene was over really no i know him. i know i wanted i wanted the aftermath when he by the way though was about to uh, get uh he's like in his underwear and he's about to get um a massage and he, he fully checked, checked himself out and katie called him out Amazing. for it I, my favorite part of the whole thing was watching the pure joy that Matt was experiencing oh, doing this I to his friend. Know. And Matt he, was screaming. <laughs> he could it was not hilarious. And you know, by the way, this was the only date idea that was Matt's. That Matt was just like, we got to fucking prank my bro Ty. We got to fucking get Ty. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> it was so, so good. Like, like um, Matt could care less about Katie on that date. He was just living for his Katie life. Katie was just the vessel for the prank. You yeah, know, he was and just Katie li- had some good suggestions. <laughs> Matt was like, I never would have thought of that. That's hilarious. Let's do it. You know, he was so down for it. So but, then when uh, they're on the phone alas. and when they're on the phone and she calls the massage therapist and is just like, um, and in the massage therapist, like, oh my God, let me take this quick. It's like, oh my God, you won't believe who it is. Tyler from <laughs> Hannah's season. And he's even hotter in person. And Tyler, you see him look up and like look at her. He's like, bitch, what the fuck? You ballsy. That's what he was thinking. He's like, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the look up I couldn't handle. It's just like, But what if he hit on her? What oh, if he, and that's who he fell for. And that's who Matt was talking about. And they fucking edited that. I mean, I don't know. Because then, because then, of course, Matt wants to take it to the next level. So Matt then goes into the room and pours half of a bottle of massage oil all oh, over his hands. Oh, my God, that killed me. And starts to massage Tyler's back. <sighs> and let me, maybe, let me make something very clear. He has the most gorgeous, like delicate hands I've ever seen. Long fingers looked like a beautiful woman's hands. And he because of those those gorgeous hands, Tyler had no idea it was Matt until he could like he knows his friend's best friend's smell. They live in the same room together and then he could feel him hovering over him and he smelled Matt. And that's why he knows. He's like, I know that cologne. And Tyler turned around. and it was like and you saw katie's joy by the way of being like i am with tyler and matt because later in her date with matt she mentioned she goes and it was it was a moment where i was like no katie don't say that where she was like oh my god you and tyler are more than just friends you are brothers and i'm like you're revealing that you've insta stalked them because you've been watching them for a while and you know, like you threw that out there. That and you was saw so them. cringe. I was <laughs> like, I looked at Gray and I was like, how does she know? 
she just fully revealed that she's like a fan and that she's well, that she's been watching them range which I, well, I all of us would have please let's be real but no you never admit that you'd be like who's he again you never admit it what's never his admit who's it. he how'd you guys how'd you guys meet t- t- what was it taylor tyler tyler, tyler oh that's, so nice to meet you yeah that's how yeah. you play it okay look y'all I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight right now. I'm I, Katie does not deserve this this rushness, but my man's got to go to work. I gotta yes. take care of the kids. So yeah. <laughs> look, bada bing, bada boom. Our girl Katie is donezo, and we. She, I mean, we. I as soon as they started to talk, coming. there was there was not chemistry. There, there was, hasn't been chemistry. Unfortunately, no, no. it's definitely a friend. friend. It's friend vibes for sure. So we we will miss you, Katie. You will be <sighs> very missed. I was sad that you had to go and Serena felt like she succeeded in that because that had nothing to do with her. And that bothered me. But um, we'll see you on Paradise with Blake. We'll see you on Paradise with Blake. Also, um, sar- Broads, sorry if this feels like a spoiler. It's been not con- like it's been taken back. But there was a whole thing going around. Reality Steve was saying Katie is the new Bachelorette. And then Katie posted and said this is all news to me and then chris harrison confirmed with the uh with rachel because they were saying it they found out at the women tell all that they announced who the next bachelorette was and that it's katie and chris harrison said that's news to me if that's the case because he said we did not record anything of the sort at women tell all we did not announce anyone that's not he's like we have not decided blah 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 um so unless they're fully lying to us um yeah like it might have been in the talks but they just haven't even told i mean you know they do tell the leads literally the night before that's that's what i'm saying it's like they don't know until and and of course i'm sure katie will be in the running to be next bachelorette because she was such a fan favorite um but we still got weeks to go in this season though y'all we have weeks we have weeks hometowns is still weeks away (laughs) yeah at least a couple so but yeah. Anyway, I'm a, I'm looking forward to diving into the next episode, uh, watching the cringe that is poor Heather. Oh, when when Heather when Heather came walking in and literally she got stuck at the door and you hear Brie go, oh oh oh, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. And then Heather's stuck at the door. And then she goes walking in and just looks at the girls and just goes like, just does like a, not even a, te- a tooth smile, just like a, mm, with the hand, mm, smile and just walks and right on by them in her wedding cringe. dress, which was a beautiful dress, by the way, but was a full wedding dress. Cringe, oh, cringe, I cannot cringe, wait. Well, cringe. all right, Rods, Rods, we will be chatting. We will be back to our regular scheduled program next week. So we'll be chatting with you about the next episode on Tuesday. Um, in the meantime, happy birthday, my queen. Enjoy your you. day. Um, love you lots, Becca. Love you lots, Broads. And uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. Chat soon.